BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers. We are once again Sir Quokington, and we are continuing to get the gems for the bowl of blood. But while we've, while I've been away, I've managed to get quite a few of them. Looking at the bowl now, I currently have five gems in it, and you can get you get five gems by going through the silent temple. The other two is in a separate adventure. It's the Silver Quest Reborn. And that's a major reason why I'm doing it, is so I can do the silver quest we're born. But that's a pretty nice, that's that's a nice adventure to do. Anyhow, so I've went through the temple five times. Each time I, each time I got past all 18 of the traps. And thus got 1,112. 52 experience to general and a far more impressive 288 experience to all skills and powers. So we're getting nearly one and a half thousand all skills and powers experience in a pretty quick quickly as well. This is probably one of the best grind spots in the game because you don't have to pick up the gem. You don't have to. I mean, yeah, you probably want to because you'd want the bowl of blood. But if you like, if you like to keep going through these temples and getting that, getting that, that nice all skills and powers experience buff, you could go. Actually, I'm not going to pick up the gem, and then you could just keep going through it. Of course. One of the disadvantages of this is, is after you've gone through the temple, you, you're going to took a lot of damage, and you don't have any Neville Reserve to heal yourself with. So how do you? How do you possibly do several of those ones in one? In one, in one, in one... Laws of Ogden challenge because you need a way to heal yourself. Admittedly, there is the quick stone that'll give you two heals, and if you're desperate. There's the Kepex elixirs. They can give you well, they can give you four heals. Time is by as many as them as you're willing to spend. And I currently have five of them in my inventory, so that there are another option, but. 
There's one other option, which is a lot more repeatable, and because there's a finite amount of those Kepek elixirs in the entire game. A quite large amount, but still finite. So they become they go into that awkward too cool to use category. So you probably only even consider using them in say a proving grounds adventure where you could well you could lose adventure tokens and that's a you don't want to do that or something like that anyhow the previous ones through I've been using this Kepek elixirs to heal myself after I took a lot of damage from the traps but Recently, another option has turned up to give you four heals exclusively in the battlegrounds. Anyway, there's this guy called Ludidor. Ludor tells you that if you wish to pay for his services again, I've done this before when I was going through, he will gladly provide you a fresh summoned stones. What would you like me to do, he asks. It will cost you 250 gold to have Ludidor provide you with a fresh summoned stones. Have Lunar provide you with a new summon stones. 250 gold has been spent. That's no big deal. You're put, you're put, it's quite likely you'll get more gold from that just by selling the stuff you find. Lunar accepts your payment and promptly fat hands you a small, flat, brunette stone. It's Lunar's stone. Let's have a look at it. This small, flat, brunette grey stone was given to you by Lunar. The mage you discreetly hired at Zulmin's Battlegrounds. This stone could be used in Battlegrounds combats to inert Luador to provide you with magical healing. I don't know how he how he manages to do it save your Ah oh it's this the magic the healing isn't actually in the stone. Ah <laughs> clever that's why it can only be used in the battlegrounds. Because he's not there to heal you if you're outside the battlegrounds. After 24 hours or 10 requests for healing, this stone will crumble to dust. Quite, quite a nice earner for Luidor. But you know what? He's providing a good service. He's earned it. If 10 uses of the stone were remaining... You have approximately 23 hours and 59 minutes remaining to use the stone. Yep, so even if you don't use it, it will disappear in exactly 24 hours. And you'll have to get a new one. But you, So you'll probably you want to make use of it while you have it. Not like it's difficult to get another one, because you can just buy an unlimited supply of them. Well, at one at a time. You can only have one at a time. You can't, you can't, you can't go and you can't go ahead and stockpile 20, 20 of those stones because well, we need you no reason to. And also, I think that would actually start providing a serious advantage if you had twenty Luador stones. That means you could do twenty-four heals, and that could help you get a few. stones a few rounds further in the battlegrounds challenges and that that 
it'll also be really boring. If you got up to that level 18 plus ogres, big, big, pink, 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 full heal, pink, 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 full heal, pink, 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 full heal, and so on for probably about half an hour for every single fight. Yeah, not, not really worth doing. If it was available, but it isn't. So, yes. yes. This is much, much better than all the other sources of healing. And it's also better than uh, those healing orbs, because, you know, it happens on demand. Well, only in battle, though. Uh, it only happens in battle, so you could theoretically still get killed by having a walk thrown at you in the battlegrounds challenges, and that would that would kind of suck, wouldn't it? You you've gone and got yourself, you've got yourself two gems, and then a walk gets thrown at you and you die. Oh well, you just got to be careful with such things. You may use this stone to summon my healing powers 10 times within the next 24 hours. He says, after 10 uses or 24 hours, it will disintegrate. Of course, when that happens, just pay me another visit. I mean, I mean yeah, he's probably going to be living the life of Wiley pretty soon. With all this, with dozens of adventurers buying him stones every day. Especially when you consider you can get a fairly modest house for just 50 gold admittedly it was a modest second hand house which was mostly abandoned and very small but still yes, it's, it's a well, well honestly we're not quite sure what is the daily wage of say a farm labourer or, or a blacksmith and how much money do and how 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 much money does does a does a does a lowest ranking Tyson soldier get in a year? We don't know because honestly, we don't want to know because it's not really important for for this story to know the know the exchange weight. <laughs> but anyway, I, from what we've seen, two hundred and fifty gold seems to be. A very, if you get 250 gold, then he could live a quite luxurious life with it. Quite a luxurious life with the money he's going to make from all these stones. There you are. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, assuming Zurim doesn't decide, nope, this is not fair. And, well, presumably be kicked out off the island and have all the money stolen, taken. Because Zurin would not like cheaters. Now, previously, the getting this stone cost adventure tokens. So barely anyone got it. But now it's gold, and most people have it. It was very handy for these battleground challenges. Zurador tells you to keep quiet about the stone and to never let anyone witness you using it. Okay, okay. All of you, don't tell Zurim. Don't tell Zurim. Don't tell him. Don't tell him I'm using this stone. Although, admittedly, I'm not using it to get further in the Battlegrounds challenges. I'm using it to 
to search for an, uh, for an artifact to get the gems for a artifact of Orgdom. So maybe that would be allowed to slide. Because I probably did get a couple of levels further in the Battlegrounds challenges because of it. Than I would if I was just doing them regularly. Uh, anyhow. Anyhow. Soon. With the stoke with the tone. Stone now pace safely in your possession. You bid the young mage farewell. He nods and turns and strolls off towards the far side of the courtyard. Anyway, entering the challenge, Lords of Ogdom. This resets every three hours. This is three hours from when you start, not when you finish. And that could be a big deal because in a in a pretty long one, that is close, that you can take an hour or so. So it means you can. I mean, if you're a super high level guy. Guy with who's bought a lot of packages and has thousands of MRSP and a Neville Reserve. Probably not thousands of Neville Reserve. Maybe just 1,000 Neville Reserve. Anyway, crazy high stats. He could prob- probably take, might well take you the three hours just to fight your way up to the highest level you could reach. Especially on the, especially on the Bone Horde challenge where. It, Levels up a lot slower. So there, with that, then you could just keep fighting these constantly and getting more encounters with the ghostly lady and the orbs and all the other stuff. Oh yeah, and and the minor loop drops as well. So you could just do it constantly, constantly grind your way through these challenges. Be really boring, but lucrative, I guess. Anyway, attempting the challenge. You can start at level 1 and 2, I'm starting at 1. Alright, just quit combating for now. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've seen this before. Or of Benevolence. You rush forward in an attempt to take hold of the hovering, but rapidly fading, glowing orb. Picking a number. Bonus of 49. 20 from agility. 19 from body. 10 for luck. Going to get 75 from more. Pick now. 56 failure. Tips you with your fingers or within inches of the glowing spear when the strange object suddenly vanishes. Well, fortunately, I didn't need it. I was already fully healed. Alright, and so on. So on and so forth. And all of that stuff. And they can throw an rocket at you. Now, since I'm going to lose all my level reserve when I go into the temple the first time, I'm going to use it. Oh, I'm going to use Shadow Magic. Succeeded. 8 XP to Shadow Magic. You channel your power of Shadow Magic and watch as your own shadow swiftly stretches out before you to form a wide web of gloom. The sizable rock is quickly swallowed up by the web of shadow and completely vanishes. Where, where did it go? Shadows, where, where did the rock go? Where, where, where did the rock go? With an enraged bellow, the, ch- the towering ogre charges forward and attacks. I like that rock! <coughs> it was my third favourite rock! With a deafening bellow, your deadly fellow rushes forward and attacks. So I guess it's two bellows? Is it two bellows it's giving? 
Or is it just the same bellow is both deafening and enraged? Anyway. Alright, that's that's enough of this stuff. I'm just going to pause until we get something new. And further might not be anything new. Because what most of what I'm waiting for is, do we fight Skullrock? And well, I'm back again. And anyway, I've, this is my seventh one through the temple. And I've just tried to reach the gem from under, from under the nose of the ogre-faced snake god. Skullrock. Uh, well, um, it didn't go quite so well. I've got a 69, which isn't nice. And that's a failure. I still get 32 experience to general, which is okay, I guess. Your heart skips a beat as your meticulous efforts are awarded. The blood red red gem suddenly slips out of the impression in the base of the statue and lands in the palm of your hand. Wasting no time, you retreat. Retrieve the bowl of blood from amongst your possessions and fit your newly acquired stone into one of the sockets that line its outer rim. A sudden and silent shower of dust and debris from above sends your gaze upwards and your eyes are confronted by a dreadful sight. The massive sculpture of Skalgok is beginning to move. Oh no! Your mind races as you stumble backwards away from the shaking statue of Skalgok. Already large cracks have begun to appear across the serpentine portion of the monument and the massive ogre head that tops the sculpture is swiveling to turn its malicious gaze upon the chamber below. You have little doubt that unless you flee from the chamber immediately you will be confronted by the living embodiment of Skalgok, the very beast that slaughtered the dead ogres those corpses litter the floor. Well... They're only ogres, so yeah. I could I could run away. They'll put. I think I don't think I've ever done that. Well, okay, I've probably done it once, but I don't do that very often because you don't get that many opportunities to kill a god. So obviously, kill a god. Order ground and engage scout rock. You boldly step forward and assume a combat-ready stance as the massive statue continues to crack and move in total silence. The hideous ogre head, fitted to the top of the weaving neck of the stone serpent, turns in your direction. A pair of glowing yellow eyes peer down at you from high above. I presume you have come to return my treasure. Echoes a sinister hiss through your thoughts. You already defy my temple with your cursed din. And now you insult me with your arrogant pelting from my sanctum? Without warning, the broad, stone-encased tail of Salgok lashes out at you, picking a number. It's a bonus of 30, 20 from agility, 10 from luck. Gonna get 75 or more, or I get tail whipped. Pick now. 125. Success. You leap fo- leap backwards. You, well, you, you spring upwards, I guess. Nimbly and narrowly, dodging the deadly swipe of Skullrock Stone Tail. The massive statue slivers off the stone block upon which it had been perched and surges towards you. Alright, obviously, time to engage Skullrock. 
the living embodiment of Sauerkrok is immediately upon you, lashing out with his deadly stoning gaze tail, and lunging at you with the gaping fang-filled jaws to dominate the ogre's head that crowns his thick neck. This is Sauerkrok the Silent. And I'm going to make it scream! And it's going to be very embarrassed about that. Salrock silently lashes out you with stoning case tail. Alright, for, fortunately I'm so overpowered for this stage in the game that it's a free plus. And I didn't even have to use the demon scourge. The enemy deals you a devastating blow. Presumably it just whacks me with its tail for 22 damage. Another devastating blow for 23 damage. No, 33 damage. Alright, uh, keep, keep stabbing. Keep slashing out. It's nearly done. Uh, another devastating blow for 23 damage. And it is slain. But of course, it is a god. So it's not going to stay slain. 395 experience. Pretty nice, pretty nice. Especially since this is technically repeatable. Although it, uh, probably, you'll probably only get a couple of chances to fight it for, for your regular Gen 1s. But of course if you're... Mm, Alright. No, you have to actually attempt to get the gem to do it so yeah you're probably going to only have two three chances to fight it unless you're on lucky slash unlucky depending on how you feel about fighting fighting ogre serpent fighting o giant ogre headed snake serpent, snake gods the shattered remains of the serpent headed ogre lie heaped on the floor of the chamber before you. The torches that wing the womb suddenly flare brightly as the remnants of your fearsome foe begin to quiver and then move. You watch with a mix of horror and amazement as the pile of debris lifts off the floor, beginning the swift restoration of the towering statue of Skullrock. With no desire to lay your eyes upon the fully restored statue of the ogre deity, you turn and rush towards the redstone door. Well, actually, I'm not... I wanted to smash it again, but... I'm guessing that while I'm that stupid, Sir Crokington isn't. You rush towards the redstone door. You reach the door and immediately your blood-red stone key begins to glow. The door swings silently outward revealing a dark void directly beyond its crimson threshold. Without looking back, you leap through the open door. Everything goes black. The darkness surrounds you suddenly list, and you gaze around at what are familiar surroundings. Congratulations, Sir Crokington. The bowl of blood is now adorned with seven of the twelve gems that fit into the sockets of its outer whim. And perhaps most important of all, you escaped from the silent temple of Skalrock with your life. You successfully conquered 18 of the 18 snares in Skalrock's lair. Well done. That's another 1,152 experience to general. Another 288 experience 
to all skills and powers. Nice, nice, nice. And skip through three levels of the challenge. It's level 18. This ogre's gonna throw a rock at me. Just, just magically appear. Just gotta dodge it, because of course, all my Neville Reserve is gone. Snarling Chain Clad Ogre. Just bash, 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 bash. Anyway, it's, it's regular. Regular Ogre fighting service. So I'm going to pause. Well, for a while, anyway. And, well, I've gone through the... I've gone through the temple a few more times. We're now on to time 10. And we've just finished it. Once again, I sneaked past... I sneaked past the ogre deity. Pity, I kind of wanted to bash its head in, but, well, it just happens. Sometimes you sneak by it. Because there's really, there's no way to deliberately fail a check. I mean, I think it's an option I'd like to consider having available sometimes. Just so you can see what happens. And sometimes it's more rewarding to fail. Sometimes it's just interesting. But, uh, I don't know. Just something I might consider getting. If there's a package for it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't really be che cheating now, would it? If I got a package to make me fail. Just, I can see what happens if you fail. Anyway. The bowl of blood is now adorned with ten the twelve gems that fit into the outer sockets of its outer, on its outer whim. Perhaps most important of all, you escaped from the silent temple of Skullrock with your life. You successfully conquered eighteen of the eighteen snares in Salgrok's lair. Well done. 1,152 experience to general for the tenth time. 288 experience to all skills and powers. And now back to the regular Lords of Ogdom. It's the boss. Standing before you, framed by a swirling black portal from which he's just emerged, is the legendary ogre hero, Todd Bloodmark, who I've never heard of before this, but admittedly I'm not an ogre, so you presumably we don't I don't hear the ogre, the ogre songs and listened and, and 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 attend the ogre opera, or however it is that they tell their tales, and have seen the secret ogre paintings. Secret ogre paintings in that cave, that, that the cave, the cave that the ogres know of, but they never tell any humans about it because it's a secret ogre cave. We you know where they have drawings of all the great ogre heroes. Something like that. <laughs> and that prop, maybe it's from another dimension as well. The fearsome, hulking ogre, tightly gripping his massive axe, suddenly rushes to the su side as two of his savage kin burst out of the vortex and rush towards you. Realising there's no hope of flight, you quickly prepare to engage the first of the two charging ogres. Yes, it's an Ogre Guardian. Spite Wooden Club. Ogre Guardian once again. D 
Todd Bloodmark. Gonna bash his head in. Even if he has a massive axe, I have my small, small dagger, but it's very fast. 74 experience, 32 experience to general. And so on. Anyway, we're back to the normal stuff. I'll just pause. And, yep, yeah, and I've not just used Ludinor's stone to heal me. Yep, so I can keep going on bashing these ogres, even though there's no particular reason to. But still, I mean, it's experience. There's some loot. There's rocks to dodge. Ogres to fight. And anyway, pause once more. Oh, and I've just found out there's been a GM journal update. I've already read them, but... In my head, but now I'm going to read them aloud to you. On the 10th. 10, 7, 23. 10, because that's the time zone the GM is in. The dreams and whispers and simple choices adventures are now again available in Twithic. Of course they're not available, you've done them because that's just how things work. There was a glitch, now corrected, which caused them to vanish. Well, it's fixed. Hmm. I guess someone I guess someone messaged him about it. Don't know how that happened, but I guess a variable that goes up and up as you progress along a quick pack track, track that does that was set to a low number rather than a higher number. Well, who knows? Who knows? It's just things happen. And here's, here's the one at 1050 EDT. Your humble GM, along with the illustrious and industrious eagle-eyed VWK are hard at work testing and prepping the the gnawing gloom for launch. Yes, good, good. Been waiting for that for quite a while. Many new game mechanisms are being tested as they will feature prominently in this sprawling adventure and also feature prominently in future content, even content unrelated to Zarthmore. A special adventure appreciation month scenario. Though a bit late this year, will soon be released and will include a great reward for Swift's loyal adventurers. Interesting right now, as I pen this journal entry, is a new synergies attribute for items, weapons and armour, that will allow various equipped items from benefit from having certain other items also equipped. Hmm, hmm, yes. Interesting. Yes, interesting. Uh, admittedly, that is the sort of thing that you regularly encounter. Encounter in in other games where you have armor sets where, oh, you've equipped twelve part, you've equipped three set three bits of equipment from the dragon bomber bonker armor set. You now gain a plus three percent. 3% chance of doing a 300 damage attack on every regular regular strike against dragon type enemies or something like that. <laughs> or it might be a percentage increase or who knows, who knows. 
ignore the gnawing gloom approaches. Oh, and I'm very hyped for that. Well, anyway, I've just gone through the portal again. Now that we've gone through, now that we've gone through the level skipping dungeon to the temp and visited the temple ten times and got our ten gems, it's now just regular level skipping surface. But it did let me skip a boss, which is all right. Ludor Stone to help me again. I'm just going to keep fighting until I run out of stone charges. On level 43 now. And that one was done. Just quick combating as well. I think I've seen everything you can see by fighting just the regular... The regular little ogres. Oh, here's the boss. No, wait, not yet. Here's the boss. Drifthim the Destroyer. Whew, he's the most important. His name is alliterative. That's it. Always watch out for anyone whose name is alliterative. Because people with alliterative names have a 50... have a 500% greater chance of becoming supervillains. It's dust science. Yeah, all superheroes, because there's Peter Parker as well. But mostly supervillains. It's just a thing that happens. Oh, and there's dodging a, dodging a rock. Dodging a rock, fighting an ogre. Oh, powerful Okay, here's an orb. You rush forward in an attempt to take hold of the hovering, but rapidly fading, glowing orb, picking a number. Bonus of 49. 20 from agility, 19 from body, 10 from luck. Ah, oh, if I'd maxed my stats out of a 1, I would be a plus 50 instead. Alright, pick now. Got to get 75 or more. The instant your fingers close around the glowing spear, the core of which is, surprisingly, solid, the strange object vanishes. In the wake of its sudden disappearance, you feel both exhilarated and rejuvenated. 16 XP to general, stamina points fully restored. Very handy, that. Let's me fight for just a little bit longer before I have to use up my... Use up the Luidon Stone, which I'll have to use again now. Not that much help in the later rounds, because... You get through your SP very quickly. Uh, 49. This is further than I've ever been before. It's a mighty ogre. And now it's a dead ogre. Is it still mighty? Probably. Alright. It's Baal. Baalgorom Stone Lord this time. Still three pluses. Baalgorom Stone Lord. It's just... Well, I'm going to fight him manually, just to see. Swings at you with his bladed club. Uh, can't really do anything else. I have... I have got the Finger of Dread, but... That's, uh, that's quite a thing to charge up, so I don't want to really use it for... Something so puny. Alright. Uh, you get... Loads of combat experience. Oh, 
time to use Luda's stone again. Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm just get I'm just talking through regular regular grindable content, but I just keep turning it back on again. And I don't I don't really know how to stop. Well I do. I just just, just press the stop button. But I'm 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 doing a thing. Uh, and the further you get into this round into it, the more XP you get from each ogre because they're higher levels. So it's hmm, 12 XP now for the regular fights. It's starting to add up. Yeah, sure. You're going to get to a, if you get really far in, you probably you're going to probably get more X more well combat experience anyway from the regular fights than you get from the from the boss fights. Alright, 18 HP left. Lured or stone, only three st healings left. Uh, but it does leave me fully healed. Oh, oh, second portal. Might as well take advantage of that. Yeah, everything's still free plus. I've yet to see to see it go above free plus. I'm just I'm just not really getting enough of those those healing orbs to to top me up. Maybe I should equip the Havel blade. Cuz of course that that has a chance to fully heal you, which will come in a lot of handy in this quest at least. Because that's the your main thing holding you down isn't really the strength of the ogre, it's just the sheer number of them. Past three levels, level fifty-eight. Oh, time for another Lourdes stone. How f can I get to sixty? Nice to get to sixty. Suddenly, dodging a boulder, quick combat. Oh, lured our stone again. And fight, 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 fight. Alright, on to round 60. Who is the ogre champion here? A glutter snarl fills the air as a large shape begins to emerge from the vortex. You violently steel yourself to face what you realise will be a brutal test of your battle skill. You're suddenly overcome by an inexplicable sense of dread. Now, of course, if I fail this, I could lose all my all my gem-getting progress. So there's actually higher stakes with this than usual. Standing before you. Framed by the swirling black portal from which he's just emerged is the legendary ogre chief chieftain, Blue Fang the Invincible. Invincible? Well, that's not very fair, is it? How am I going to win if he's invincible? Wait a minute. I think he's just. I think he's just hyping himself. I think he's actually very invincible indeed. Incredibly invincible. One of the most invincible people you have ever met. As invincible as a. a Goblin, which are very vincible. But you never really hear someone described as vincible. It's, it's one of those words that presumably 
presumably exists. Exists. It's just like no one is ever combobulated. People are discombobulated, but no one ever ends up bobulated again afterwards. Or combobulated, or whatever. <laughs> the fearsome, hulking ogre, tightly gripping his iron club, suddenly steps to the side as two of his savage kin burst out of the vortex and rush towards you. Realising there's no hope of flight, you quickly prepare to, prepare to engage the first of the two charging ogres. Swipe at you with its iron spiked wooden club. And so on. Second, second of his guardians. Got a quick stone 20. Handy. Save that for Blue Fang himself. Blue Fang the Invincible snarls and steps forward. Alright, Invincible. I'm going to show that you are actually Vincible. You will be everyone will now call you Blue Fang. The actually turns out he was Vincible after all. And uh, no, and everyone will just have to put that at the end of the songs. Oh, yeah, and then. And then. And then he got gated into an, an arena in the battlegrounds and got killed by Sir Crokington. Who was a toad? It's really embarrassing. So we, we 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 tend not we tend to stop to stop the ballad before we get to this bit. Oh, it's down to one percent and slain. All right. I think I can probably handle one or two more. I've still got lured our stone. As soon as that's as soon as that's used, I'm I'm backing out of that. Don't wanna whisk it. Alright, lured our stone. Luridar's potent healing powers are transferred through the stone and erase your wounds. You've exhausted all ten uses of Zorador's stone. Luridar's stone disintegrates. Alright. Now to run away. Because once again, I do not want to lose my gem and all that all skills and powers experience I've got. Alright, I've got to level 41. Time to exit. No, it's 61. Exit the challenge now. And it's not the progress is not recorded until you save the game. So off I go. Game saved. Now let's just look look browns at the leaderboards. Lords of Ogdom Challenge. So we've got some people who have gone crazy far. Newt. Newt has gone to level 726. That took an hours to do. Literally. Hours. Yes. And then 740 from Kuthyaga Jones. And then he gets quite a drop after only 586 for Black Nightshade from the Wastel of Hoden. Yeah. Bad naughty zoot, also from the from for the guy who bought you Newt. It's only four eight zeros, and then it quickly drops off. All right, let's see. 
Anyway, I have to scroll down a lot to get to... Ah, uh, look, uh, no. where, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, come on, come on, Sir Croakington. You must be here somewhere. You know, I'll use Control F. Alright, I've got Grunstart, got up to 100. My most powerful character got to 188. Sir Crokington is at f level 48. Because as yet, the 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 leaderboards haven't been upgraded. Sharing that rank with several other people. Because cause that's just for us, because... For the... For pretty much every rank until you get to a higher level, there are several people on that level. Because a lot of people have tried the Lords of Oakdom. And a lot of them just back out at every level. Because it's just... Presumably they get to the stage where the fights stop being green and then they bow out. Uh, uh, and so on. Hundreds and hundreds of adventurers have gone through. Yeah, I mean, the top ten, you lose. The le the level obtained drops by more than half. Because in this game, you have have a few very, very powerful people at the top. And, oh, Gregor isn't at the top. I guess he's just never really tried to see how far he can go for a while anyway. He probably could get to the top rank if he really tried. Because Gregor is, of course, got the most strongest adventurers of them all. But you never know. Alright, alright, that. So, in order to continue with the Bowl of Blood, which will be our next objective. I'm going to have to start exploring Fogbore Forest. And that will be what we do next. And until then, and an apology for dragging you around for my grinding, farewell, fellow adventurers. <laughs>